I mean this in the most sincere way. As a new meat king, you scare me. Uh, <laughs> you know, you know so much. And I, I'm like looking over here at Zach. Like we're talking about doing teams. Yeah. For like next year, if Zach and the, if you guys teamed up, it would be a problem. I could just see you guys getting together. He might be here for a long time. Like, I mean, I could see you guys making a sentient meat cake. Like that. Please don't eat me. <laughs> Those are my fears right now. And Chat. I'm shaking. Chat GT beef. <laughs> there it is. GT. That, Chat GT That beef. might be the name of the episode. <laughs> Chat GT beef. There we go. I decree it. <laughs> Another decree. Where's that sound drop? <laughs> nice. Yeah. I'm eating brunch with my people, though. The homie Dyke just cooked up a feast and we about to eat it, bro. Fucked around and has to miss the lobster with the poutine. Daddy is rolling blow dream. Them boys got down a routine. It's nap town culture. Cooking seven courses. Had to pass the torch and now I'm grabbing second portion. So sit back, relax, grab a drink and smoke. It's all the brunch on the way and get prepared for the jokes. Whoa. Oh my goodness, it is Meat Cake Day on Harder Brunch. Yeah. You know that voice. Mike, partner in crime, Thaddeus J. McKee. Slap it, pap it, went, went. On the ones and twos, the wheels of steel, the sauce boss of Indianapolis, and the last woke dragon. Give it up for Zach Roan. Are you ready for some meat cake? <laughs> Woo! I like how you said that I got a new meat cake drop and it's just the NFL drop. <laughs> <laughs> And a very special guest with us in studio, uh, Chef and the 2023 Meat King Meat Cake Invitational Champion, Chef Stephen Hagney. Welcome. Thank you for having me, guys. Everybody bow to the Meat King. <laughs> yes. Thank you. Thank you. Your Majesty. And uh, and your um, plus one in studio with us, your helper for the Meat Cake Invitational, Rooster, is that what you said you went by? That's that's fine. Yeah. How did you get the name Rooster? Uh, honestly, it's, it dates all the way back to MySpace. Uh, <laughs> I just filled out like a questionnaire thing, and it gave uh, what's your gangster name? It was uh, uh, the Rooster, and uh, gave like a uh, who's uh, my arch enemies, and mm. Jimmy Left Hands was my arch enemy. Um, and then I had to pick a second name for a gamer tag in a game called Second Life. Uh, so it's Rooster Misfit. It's just my gamer tag. Oh, support everywhere. Nice. Yeah. Well, you guys, you guys put together. You had an amazing uh, meat cake this year. Obviously, you, you, oh, you. You, you, you won. Yeah. You're also the first male meat king that, wait, we've, that we've ever had. Wait a second. That's bull crap. The first, the first ever one. All right. That Don't looks... assume my gender. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Dyke. That's you just stuffing hot crap right there at the beginning. And two, Zach. Uh, you, you go ahead. Say your words. I don't understand how you don't remember the first year. Yeah. Like, it's the third year, right? Yeah. Yeah, I was the Meat King first year. I know. Bridget was the Meat King second. Oh. <laughs> Dude, he's so jealous right now. <laughs> Burn sinks in. Um, tell everybody about your, about your uh, wonderful award-winning meat cake. Wow. Today, I actually pulled off my vision for a shredded pot roast stuffed meatloaf lava cake. So it was a big rectangle full of gravy and beef with these little pig sculptures on top and a carved bologna barn that I smoked. So we had all that on top and the pigs were wrestling in the gravy and we got to cut it up and it held the whole time and people loved it. That was in the, in all of meat cake history. That was the most meat meat cake that we've yeah. ever seen. I yeah. took the 95 cent rule to heart or 95% rule. It was mm -hmm. definitely, I went gluten free and used uh, pork rinds instead of breadcrumbs in the meatloaf. It was great. I've never seen a uh, meat barn before. That was great. The smoke. I knew we were in trouble when I saw when you posted that. Spoiler: oh, I didn't give all of it away. I was like, oh man, and I, I, I called it a meat church online because the, yeah. the steeple. 
good. Yeah, it was, it was great. Good. Would we kiss under the meat tree? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and this isn't a diss, but like yours looked like it had like this, like a kid made it, like a kid feel. Like, claymation. Claymation. Yeah. Like, like, hey, I can sit my kids in front of this cartoon. This yeah. looks like a pretty safe house, edible house. That's all me. And like it was it was cool because I remember I had a couple people's before yours and yours was such a relief. The the flavor, like it really knocked my socks off. I'm like, this guy's in it to win it. Like it was hot. It was very good. Thank you. Uh, I've got to say that uh, Bridget Horan, uh, peace, mm. peace be upon her, uh, is the people's champion of the 2023. She did awesome again this year. You, uh, you, you upset her as meat or uh, upset? Is that what it's called? Uh, <laughs> I don't know upset. sports jargon. Well, we can make our own jargon. It, it wasn't upset, but you upset her as meat king. But she still managed to. I told her early before the everything was announced. I said, if you win both. Our friendship is over. That's what I told her. I was like, we're not going to be friends anymore. She had to be dethroned. We're done. Yeah. Well, yeah. she was on the throne when they called her name as the winner, too. She was in the bathroom. <laughs> oh, was she really? Yeah. That's, that That's why she didn't come up there. But it was like, oh, where's she at? I was like, I don't, I don't know. She's that, that would happen to Bridget. Like, she would just be like, yeah, I won and I was on the bathroom. That's the totally Bridget story. Go ahead. Um, there, there was there was amazing. We had we had seven, seven chefs this year. We're going to be posting uh, all week. Uh, descriptions and pictures of all the meat cakes. Uh, Zach, do you want to you want to talk about your your meat cake? Yeah, I'll talk about mine. I did uh, pretty and pink salmon cupcakes. Had a salmon cupcake and then a cream cheese icing, some uh, remoulade in there, and then a cured salmon rose on top with caviar. It was sexy. And I I loved your smoked barn. I really loved your uh, the little pigs wrestling on top. That was super awesome. First time there's been a sculpture. Yeah. Me cake, so I thought that was really cool. Um, I also like that Dyke did all pies this year, <laughs> which I thought was an interesting choice for a cake competition. A cake. He, he did he did two types of pie, and then he did um, you know uh, uh, Scotch egg, and I don't know if any of those are cakes, but I'll pass it to him. It was a it was an ab- abstract cake. I think it's what abstract it was. Cake. Yeah, yeah. It's in your mind. The cake's in your mind. The cake is in your mind. <laughs> It's the cake that you're not tasting that that I entered into the contest. Uh, man, it was really it was really uh, fun and cool. And to look around, it seemed like everyone's entries really kind of like spoke to their personalities. You know, everybody's was like very different from each other. There wasn't like you know seven just wedding cakes made of meat. You know, um, I, I I couldn't have been more happy. I couldn't have been more happy with the entire event. I have to shout out the style for me goes for Grace Cook. I couldn't stop looking at the octopus coming out of the cake. Mm. That has to be mentioned. It was so cool. The tentacles were actually really good. Yeah, it was it was it was great. Um, and then again, I want to shout out Bridget Audience Award. She had her things in line like she knew what she was doing, and the flavor was good. I had a whole bunch of people come up to me like she's probably gonna win. But you upset her, so it was stiff competition. I was nervous. Yeah, I was too. <laughs> were you? Were you? Were like? Were you sweating when they were drum rolling? It's hard to ignore that feeling that you get when you know a judgment's coming. So yeah, I definitely got it there at the end, right? But you know, I'm all I'm all just out here for fun. Mm. Yeah, I like how you pulled up meat sweats right there. I just is that a time to do an advertisement? For the meat sweats, they're getting this. Um, I hope this angle is good as well because this could be really. This, bad. Is gonna be, this is going to be our last episode, by the way. We're <laughs> retired. Uh, Jess West made uh, some amazing prints. Um, there's a uh, multiple of these, and we're going to be selling these. So uh, get your meat sweats. Oh, 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 yeah. <laughs> You can have your cake and eat it too. Uh, we have to rate this episode R now. Yeah, I think we just got demonetized. <laughs> demonetized? Is that where you get a demon in you and you lose money at the same time? Yeah. Oh my gosh! Uh, what else did we have? We had uh, man, we had uh, the meat cake, beef cake. 
We had uh, Aaron walking around with his shirt off. We did have Aaron. I, he had to be there. Uh, he's a bodybuilder. He was walking around shirtless, and everybody accepted it. It wasn't an event where we, there wasn't anybody being like, "No, this shouldn't be happening." No, everybody's like waving. There's like they're sweating. Didn't you and, have a saxophone at one point? Yeah, there was a saxophone. We were in a uh, dance to the song "What's Up with That," Ooh Wee, uh, by SNL. Uh, but the DJ didn't have the song, but the DJ did a really good job, too. Shout yeah. out to DJ Steven in the Moon. Yeah, everyone did really well, except for Ross Katz, who wasn't there. <laughs> <laughs> he got COVID, so he did a really bad job. Okay. <laughs> I'd, I'd say he had the worst entry. <laughs> what is this? Doc was like, make an announcement, but don't say he had COVID. <laughs> I was like, all right, I won't say he had COVID. And then he's on here. More people are listening to this You're right. than yeah. the, we're at the... Okay, yeah, we're not sure why he didn't show up, actually. <laughs> yeah, he didn't have COVID, is what I'm supposed to say. Shout out to Ross. He invited me. Yeah? Oh, really? Wow. What a poetic justice. Sorry I didn't get to compete against you, buddy. Yeah. Well, um, man, so you are the meat king for the entire the entirety of the year till next year. Um, if you so choose to defend your, your, your crown. Uh, there are some perks of being the meat king. Uh, you get to uh, you get to make a declaration um, that lasts for the entire year. Was that what we said last time? Bridget well, Bridget requested we took a sound drop off of the board. It was her moaning in ecstasy that we <laughs> used to play all the time. She was like, I, I don't want that on there. Wait, does that come back on? I think it does. Yeah, we had a year. We took it off the board. Oh, well, I was going to say that he could just say it to bring it back. On. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is actually up to the meat king. That's not up to us. I have to come up with my own decree. Well, so I think um, one of the things is uh, anytime that you want to pop in on a Sunday between the hours of 1230 and, and four. And if you want to come down and jump on the podcast, okay. you know, for a couple minutes, uh, you are so inclined to do yeah. that as me, King. And just make decrees that you're, you don't have to make one right now off the top of your head, but yeah. you, you can make them at your, at your leisure. But like, and you um, also get a sound drop. So if you have a sound drop that you want uh, us to do regularly, uh, we will get that for you. So we can make a sound drop that happens here. Um, I'm going to have to ponder on these yeah. guys. We need the, the right decision. Yeah. What if he just chose like the N word? Like, we're like, <laughs> like, I didn't think of it, but like, uh, for a whole year, our podcast is racist. There's, like, always, there's always a loophole. There's always a loophole. <laughs> well, um, oh my gosh. Uh, I, I didn't. I am just like flustered. Was there any point in the making of the meat cake where you were like uh, worried at all that something wasn't going to turn out the way you wanted it to? Or did you have any components that you had to abandon along the way? Because I sure did. It actually came out exactly as I wanted. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know, as the meat team. <laughs> so, but 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 I'm realistic about it. I gave it a thirty percent chance of just falling over mm. the whole time. Okay. Because it, it's fifteen pounds. Yeah. Just suspended by ground beef. Just myosin bond between the protein there. <laughs> so. The real nervousness was, you know, how do I make it each layer so it comes together and then doesn't fall apart? Yeah. And then what has to be hot, what has to be cold during assembly. So there's a lot of thought that went into it for a meatloaf. And I just kind of gave myself all week to carve those pigs. Like on the schedule on the side of our fridge, you got Monday through Sunday. Wednesday was carved piggies at lunchtime. Mm. Thursday was carved piggies at lunchtime. And so was Friday. And then Saturday, throw it all together. Much better uh, time management skills yeah. than, than I had this week. <laughs> how was your time management, Zach? Because I'm always interested to hear how uh, Zach prepares as well. No, I mean, I very much have am working on things the week out. Like, I like to at least do my recipe three or four times, like for the cake part of it. So I'll do little mini ones. Uh, and then, sample. yeah, and the same thing with like the icing. Like, I want to at least make the cake once at least like in a tiny scale and practice decorating it so that I can kind of wing it when I get there and it looks good. But no, I mean, I was working on things. The only thing I did this morning was actually bake all my cakes and make my icing. I think you had the best uh, setup. Like you, your setup looked like it was catered. Yeah, like, it was gorgeous. Yeah. Like, yeah. And you guys were both wearing your pink, <laughs> pink shirts. They had a nice uh, through line through everything. It was really nice. 
my one of my favorite things was that uh, Gomez, Michael Gomez, was very hungover <laughs> the whole time, and and he was just struggling the entire time. He looked like he wanted to die. He's got a lot of mentions for the taste too. That barbecue sauce, mm. yeah. yeah, yeah, that really saved everything. He's trying to summon you. Well, I just thought it should also be said that, like, just like I themed mine, uh, it kind of looked like Gomez dressed like his meat cake. Yeah. <laughs> Ouch. It did look like there was a massacre. <laughs> like, I, I'm not, I didn't want to have to be the one that said it, but I liked it. I was like, this is like a very nice rustic look. And he's like, kind of looked at me like, F you, fad. <laughs> And I'm like, oh, I'm really trying to compliment. I thought that's what you're going for. But he was. Like, he, it was so good. His was really flavorful. And that scotch. Are you peeing? <laughs> it just sounded like someone was peeing to the side of me. I just heard this. <laughs> just peeing off camera. We're getting really loose here, guys. I like to, I like to relax after meat cakes. <laughs> you're allowed to. It's meat king. I have an announcement. Yes. Okay. Yes. My genetics are multiplying at a very, rather slow rate. I have a son on the way in the next couple weeks. Hey, congratulations. What a special day. You become king two weeks before your son is born. He might be the meat prince. Meat meat prince. Yes. (laughs) Well, that's a heavy, that's a heavy load. Gonna be a dad. It it was a heavy load. Hey. Oh, it's stuck. That load's stuck. There you go. (laughs) There you go. Shout out to the hookah maker. <laughs> uh, coming, coming in hot. <laughs> uh, I got to tell you, I'm a I'm a big fan of your Instagram. Uh, what is it, at Chef Hackney? Chef Hackney. Um, you you are uh, the reason I even mentioned you know, asked you invited you to be on this is because you have a very meat forward Instagram account, and everything that you post on there looks beautiful. And uh, so, like, like, kind of, what what's your relationship with meat? Like, what what made you, like, why are you such a meat guy? My relationship with meat started uh, catering for weddings uh, back in like 2014, uh, doing whole pigs on the smoker. Nice. And mm. so, when you're the guy, man, in the smoker, you're like the king of the meat. Yeah. And I was always that guy at the catering events for a few years. I smoked 150 pigs. Mm. Um. So you sounds like, went a, like to- a villain. <laughs> you know, I, you know, I did last night. I smoked 150 pigs. <laughs> it was a massacre. Yeah, yeah, Twelve did not see it coming. <laughs> Just line up across the sh- donut shop street with a sniper rifle. <laughs> <laughs> so you were uh, accustomed to staying up late and having long hours there. Service industry, my whole career now, um, and I like to hop around. I, I worked the grill at steakhouses. I worked butcher shop and pubs just learn the high end side the low end pub pub side that everybody really likes Mm -hmm. and i'm always trying to bring those two things together the the comfort of what you want and then the sexiness of what's hard to attain on the plate right in front of you and in that home cooking style very personal to you all my clients get exactly what they're asking for and then beyond wow that's great. And did you used to own a food truck or have or work for a food truck? I uh, built a food truck for my aunt's marshmallow company, and then I was the front man and owner of that. So I would go down to Kentucky every weekend and sell marshmallows off my little trailer. I was famous in Kentucky as the marshmallow <laughs> guy, man. You see my hot dog leggings today. I was wearing leggings in front of my truck trying to bring in the moms with their kids to buy the marshmallows, you know. It was uh-huh. the marketing scheme of 2016 was leggings on a man. <laughs> and it worked. It worked. Yeah. It did. He had, he had quite a few. Like, Wait, we sell over a quarter million on that trailer in 15 months. And it was a 12 month business plan. So it just kind of moved it, on it to the was. next thing after that. There was always lots of people lined up for it. Oh, wow. So are you saying if we go into leggings as harder brunch, we might make a killing? Yeah, maybe. Sex appeal. It sells. No, he sold a quarter million marshmallows, not leggings. Oh, I thought... <laughs> The, the the leggings helped sell the marshmallows. No, I, get, I knew what was going on the whole time. <laughs> I, that marshmallow company is long gone from some reality TV and non-disclosure agreements. I'm not allowed to sell marshmallows for profit anymore. What? <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. Wait, hold on a second. Whoa. <laughs> like rewind. for the rest of your life? For basically, I asked my chef at the time, I go to ask her if I'm allowed to do it. She says, no. Like, just don't. 
And so what I, I, I do yeah, Italian meringues now when I really <laughs> need a marshmallow for a catering. But I don't put gelatin in anymore, so it's just never a marshmallow because I might get in trouble. Well, that's weird because you gave me a marshmallow <laughs> upstairs. No, and I, I did like, not. And I said, what do I owe you for this? <laughs> and you said five bucks. I'm like, what the fuck? But there was cash. There's no paper trail. How are you going to prove it? Okay, well, I'm not... I got gotten then, I guess. <laughs> oh, yeah. You could have done meat uh, marshmallows on a... I mean, I guess you can't, but like somebody else could. I, I don't know about that. You, you, you can. You weren't the I owner of the company. I could use science instead of gelatin and still come up with something, I'm sure. You weren't the owner of the company. You could do whatever you if want. You, well, if you just vary the recipe so much, mm. and it's public knowledge anyway, you can't copyright a recipe, but I don't really know all the details of that contract, so I just avoid marshmallows now. What reality show were you on? He could make a marshmallow nine. It was called The Prophet. Oh, I remember that, that show. That Shark Tank channel. Marcus yeah. Limonis came to our and he bought us like 40 grand in cheap pans that came up on came in a pallet and we had to like spend three days unloading what was it two thousand sheet pans or something oh my god <laughs> 20 bucks a pop there's like a pallet of sheet pans were you the winner of the show of the episode i had to fell through oh so you filmed it and it just never aired or what it oh, no, aired it for a little bit it was it was a mess man they tore up our social media accounts for our businesses and stuff so. oh wow they couldn't. They couldn't come to a deal, right? Otherwise, well, at some point the NDAs are just up, so they just don't bother with us anymore. Okay, mm. that's interesting. Could but we- shout out to Marcus Lemonis. We went and bought our trailer from Camping World, even though he screwed us. <laughs> <laughs> what? What'd you end up doing with the trailer? Oh, like our current camping trailer. We take a camp, and I go cook on fires. Oh, nice. The trailer food truck. It just dissolved. We used the money to buy a bigger food truck and then sold that back in 2020 when every chef wanted his own food truck. Mm, man, that was that was the time to do it. <laughs> Why didn't I do that? But I, I pioneered that shit, man. I've always been the food truck guy. You What was the original one? The S'moremobile. Oh, the S'moremobile. Here, I want to hit that S'moremobile one more time. Like, I know how, like, with weed now, we're making D8s and D9s, right? I know. Why don't we make happier marshmallows? But if we make a D8 or a D9 marshmallow, you make I think, it. no. Not me. <laughs> you know. I'll CFO it. I'm, <laughs> I'm not the guy to make it. You're the guy to sell it, though. Just can't legally do that. But if it's Because of the uh, marshmallow part, not the weed part. <laughs> Who would have thought that would have been the hangout with marshmallow? Not, not the, like, I could put weed in it for you, but not marshmallow. <laughs> I don't want the man. I remember when I, I had a, like the first friend that I had that lived in Denver when they legalized weed. And I was like, what's it like legalized weed? And he was like, it's crazy, man. He was like, I was in a park smoking weed the other day and a cop came up and walked right past me and told someone that was drinking a beer that they couldn't have glass in the park. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah. Good thing you brought papers then. Yeah. <laughs> didn't want to get in trouble. That's got to be fun. Is, did, did we leave anybody out of the of the, of the meat, the Miki competition that we didn't talk about? Well, it's extra then. Ashley. Uh, Ashley Brooks, of course. Uh, mm. Giant on the scene of Indianapolis. Uh, she had a, like a like a sweet and savory. Um, one that like, it was the first meat cake that had yeah. I think has ever had powdered sugar on it. Yeah, she did her history with it. She did uh, in the 1930s uh, when they ran out of I think flour or something like that. They would use pork rinds, and so that was the the base of her her cake, and it, it tasted really good. And it had like some they had some liver in there too. Yeah, it was like a liver mousse on yeah. top. A little moisture on there. It's good. It was like a good dessert. I really liked I it. Yeah. Thanked her for that bite. And it was smart. I like it when people do something different. Like someone like Zach, he did a like little cupcakes so everybody could enjoy it as a, a individual. Um Dyke, you kinda had to chop yours up. It was a little bit messier <laughs> than what what what, what Zach Zach's did. presentation killed to the individual person. You know, I, yeah. Mine was, was slop on a plate too. Yeah, it still tasted good, but like you saw what was going on in front of your eyes. Um that was all part of the experience, you know, the deconstruction. Yeah, yeah. The- Ashley had hers in like little mini little cakes that you could eat easily, and you had the little whip on top of it. So it was, yeah, it was good. 
Let's do it again next year. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. Is that your first decree? <laughs> I, I decree that the Meat Cake Invitational is every year nice. going forward. Oh, yes. hey, Good call. Awesome. Good call. Nice. Uh, so also next year, I think that we are going to have a side category uh, because we had a lot. We've had a lot of requests of people that don't eat meat, <laughs> so we are going to have a vegan subcategory. Fruitcake. Uh, uh, the making uh, it has to be, but it has to be. You have to at least argue that it is a vegetable protein. Like you can't just make a cake and be like it's a vegan cake. <laughs> well, you can make like a fruit cake, right? Yeah, you can make a fruit cake. That's what I'm, I'm in. But can uh, you do both? You can do yeah. You can do whatever tofu. You can do seitan. You can do jackfruit. Um, but I think yeah, we'll have a. a uh, a side category for vegan chefs. We only need like three. I don't think we need to go too crazy with it. But. Well, but we doubled the size of last year, so we did. If the trajectory do you think we're just going to double every year? Is that is that what we're going for? Maybe. Okay. I don't. I'm not against big numbers. Like six years, you have to rent out the convention center. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's going to be everybody. It's going to be like yeah. I got real excited for this event because, like, how you guys kind of started it with. Probably talking shit down here. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought all the stars. I wanted to do a spam carving competition Ooh. where we get spam to send us like 20 pound blocks. Yeah. And then each chef gets one and you got to make a dish with the scraps. Yep. And, then exactly have, and then you get judged on your carving. Yep. That's, in. that's so, great. So that's I, what I tried to channel with my little piggies. Yeah. Made of spam. That's a brilliant idea, actually. You guys are already doing it, so I think <laughs> we're kind of tie that together now. Maybe get Spam to sponsor this shit. Yeah, we'll get Spam. Let's call Spam up. Or some Big Baloney. We got to call Big Baloney. Big Baloney? That, <laughs> be, that could be the decree. The, the next competition is a Spam, spam. carving competition. It could be the decree. I'll work on that. I like the idea of having uh, sub-genres like, yeah, yeah. within. Like, we have the meat cakes and we have the vegan side ones i like my i think i think our goal is with meat cakes is almost that like there's so much going on in between meat cakes like we want to add more stuff like side stuff for people to do like when people first came there i was like oh yeah we forgot we didn't tell anybody what to do so people are just walking around <laughs> they've never been there they're just like are we am I supposed to eat this now <laughs> what are we doing I'm like no you look at it for an hour first <laughs> You people take were, photos. People were begging to get inside my <laughs> lava cake, man. I was like, I got to get judged by stretch first, you know? Yeah. Got to let him see the cake. Oh, man. Oh, shout out to our uh, our panel of judges also. Like, we, we had, oh, I think the dog just knocked the <laughs> yeah. camera. The dog's been moving the camera around. It's all right. It's all right. It's a, you were playing footsie with me, Sad. <laughs> uh,. Stretch uh, from Follow D Money Podcast. Uh, we had Chris Benedict from uh, Love Handle, uh, Chef Alan Sternberg, and uh, Chef Cindy Hawkins from Circle City Suites. They all did an amazing job of judging. And, um, you know, they told me I was real close to getting that second place. You know, it was just like. Wait, is that, is that facts or is that war? Is that collectively? War? I mean, they, they said I was like second or third or fourth place. Yeah, for sure. They yeah. said I was, I was in Zach, there. We're going to have to fact check that. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> what is happening today? <laughs> I mean, I don't know what any of the judges said. I didn't get, get a look at it, but I did look at what Dyke did. And I'm going to, I'm just going to go out on a limb and say that those were the best pies that in the, in the joint. Look, I didn't have any leftovers. It was all it was all gone. It was all scrap. Yeah, I didn't think the crap talking was going to start this early. It was um, it was a shallow cake. That's what I'm going with. It's a very shallow cake. That's what I was trying to go as deep as possible, but it's hard. Yeah, it's hard to build a meat cake. Uh, I like the idea of car- carving carving something out. Uh, I had a but I had some. So I, one of my ideas was. Uh, originally I wanted to do um, a, a demi glaze fountain <laughs> next to it because I, I couldn't find I couldn't find my fountain. Even your secrets away. We had two fountains. Yeah. Next year, let's incorporate some more movement, some lighting, some pyrotechnics. I I'm about I it. Hire yeah. an IT squad for mine. I see. I think that would put me over the the top. I think I, I need some pyrotechnics. We need, we need some sponsors with some cash prizes. Yeah. For these well, crazy I have, ideas. I have a friend who is a, a engineering teacher, 
and he builds like robots for like oh, yeah. like the, ba- the battle bots. Yeah. And I, I said, hey, can you just make me a cake uh, thing that spins? And he did. He brought it over. It lit up and everything for last year. And then when I plugged it in for the competition, <laughs> it just sat there like a load of shit. It just oh, didn't do it anything. Didn't you guys need some meat fights going on. Just get some little robots with meat on them and just. Wait, I like where you're going with this. Like, like battle bots, but with meat? Yeah, yeah. Meat fights, man. What about gravy wrestling? Gra- <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. Is that, a, is that an official decree? Is it that an official decree? <laughs> Look back at the pictures gravy of the case. Yeah. The pigs were wrestling in gravy. I, and I decree were. that there were. must be yeah. gravy wrestling next year. I think, oh, my I word. Think we I can like this new king. I think we can talk Aaron into wrestling around in some gravy, you know? <laughs> I feel like that might be a summer off. camp thing. <laughs> Hot, yeah, that's, gravy wrestling is definitely a summertime sport. <laughs> I don't know. The winter was probably pretty <laughs> interesting. Gravy is frozen. Why did you do it during the winter? I'm cut. <laughs> it's a comfort sport. <laughs> Some hot, hot gravy. Uh, let's take a quick break, and we'll be right back. <laughs> Gen Z can't stop raving about the Harder Brunch Patreon. Patreon.com backslash Harder Brunch slaps. No cap, the Harder Brunch podcast is bussin' on God. Move over, Boomer. Gen Z's here to talk to you about the Harder Brunch Patreon. Harder Brunch podcast on Patreon, $3 a month, low-key a steal. The Harder Brunch podcast, dead ass, has me bricked up every day. <laughs> Listen to these all totally real testimonials. No, like, I'm getting paid to do this, don't worry. Yeah. No, you think I do this for free? No. The Harder Brunch podcast, dead ass, slaps. younger! The Harder Brunch Podcast Deadass Slaps. Just go to patreon.com backslash harder brunch. The Patreon After Brunch Podcast hits different. That shit makes you feel shit. The Harder Brunch Podcast fucks. Hi, and welcome back to the Harder Brunch Podcast. Um... Man, this is some, uh, what do you, what do you got there, Thad? Oh, like, I'm just drinking coffee out of a plastic cup for some reason, <laughs> but it's not about what I'm drinking it out of. It's what's in the cup, as some would say. And right now, uh, it's a little tinker. Yeah. This is tinker stuff. Yeah. You just put it in a plastic cup for fun? Um, no, there's a lot of different mechanisms I could put it in. Um, this was, a- that's what people call what they drink out of. Usually mechanisms. Mechanisms? Yeah. It's kind of what it is. <laughs> Anyways, uh, despite that, this is Tinker Coffee. If you're not drinking coffee, uh, you probably voted for the wrong guy. <laughs> I don't want to get political. But if you don't drink Tinker Coffee, you probably voted for the wrong guy. If you don't, <laughs> if you don't drink Tinker Coffee, you're not even black. <laughs> yeah, you're not black if you don't do that. Oh my gosh, Tinker Coffee. Uh, I love it. Um, what I love about it is it's full bodied and it's like low acid, so I don't have that like upset tummy when I drink it. And also, um, if you use promo code BRUNCH, you get 25% off a Tinker Coffee subscription. So they just do promo code BRUNCH? Just do promo code BRUNCH. Promo code BRUNCH. Um, man, I, I do want to real quick, I do just want to say a shout out to, uh, I, I got a feature at Helium Comedy Club all week for, uh, comedian Dusty Slay and, uh, couldn't have been a nicer dude. He was great. It was, uh, so much fun. Did you go? I met him today, right? No. No. He wasn't there. Okay, never mind. Who did you meet? (laughs) (laughs) The other comedian, man. Mm, With the brunch harder shirt. Oh, no, that was just a, he's just Dusty. Oh, that's Dusty Burger. I thought that was the same name. I'm bad. He was probably just going around telling people, hey, guys, I'm Dusty Slay. I'm a comedian. Dusty. And I was like, yeah, I heard that you're at Helium this week. Yeah, that was me. Dusty Slay is a he's a he's a Southern uh, comic and he he's hilarious. He's got a Netflix special. Uh, he's he's a clean comic though, so I had to work clean for five shows. And they like asked me if I had twenty minutes of clean comedy, and I was like, I I sure do. <laughs> and I figured out I have exactly twenty minutes of clean. I don't have twenty one well minutes, but I have twenty <laughs> minutes of clean comedy. They're just like one more joke, one more <laughs> joke. Like, no, oh, no, I'm sorry, that's I gave it all to you. Left it all on the field. Uh, I do recognize him. He's funny. Yeah, he's and he's he's that level of. So here's a perfect example of what level of famous he is. You know. 
his face, but you don't know his name exactly. Exactly, that was my problem. So we he went to get more famous this weekend. We went out to uh, have cigars after the second show on Friday. We went Ooh. to Nikki Blaine's, and uh, we walked in the and the and the server was like. Very excited when she saw him, but she wasn't sure why. <laughs> she was just like, Mullet, what's your name? And he was like, Dusty. And she was like, I knew it. She was like, oh, my gosh. And she was like, I got to take a selfie with you. And then we go and sit down. And I was like, does that? I was like, this is a weird question. But like, how famous are you? Like, does that happen all the time? He's like, it happens more often now. <laughs> and I was like, oh, my gosh, that's crazy. But super stand up guy. Uh, one of my favorite things about doing comedy is that. uh as soon as you get something that feels good, you immediately get followed by something that's humbling. So, like, uh, the first show on Friday was amazing. It was a sold-out crowd. Obviously, they're there to see him, but, you know, I had a really hot set. I felt really good about it. Uh, like, I've listened back to the tape, and people were just laughing, like, start to finish. And then I went out while he, Dusty's doing his meet-and-greet, you know, and I just hear this lady go like, oh, my gosh, that was such that was maybe one of the best comedy shows I've ever been to. Dusty is so funny. So great. First guy. Me. <laughs> I'm standing right behind her. And her, her friend is just like, oh, he's right there. <laughs> oh, that's super humbling. Yeah. <laughs> You should have just walked up to them and be like, hey, that hurt. My <laughs> feelings too, lady. I'm real. <laughs> and that, uh, speaking about real, I got to interrupt that whole story uh, to talk to you about interrupting beer. Uh, Campside Pale Ale. It's so good. <laughs> That's... <laughs> That was the copy. They said you don't. It does, they don't care about the syllables. Okay, <laughs> it's so good. That's the first time you said the name of the beer, right? We've been, they sponsored us since the summer, and you actually you, you called it Campfire for six months straight. I did call it Campfire because it's fire, uh, <laughs> and there's a fire on the on the campsite. Mm. That's what I do. Sometimes I just look at the pictures and I don't read the words. It's like a pictograph. Yeah, I, that's how I read the menus. When I, <laughs> I'll have that picture. Just point to it. But anyways, it's really good, and the summer's coming up, so you want to drink this beer. All right, let's get back to our guest. Uh, are, are you a comedy fan? I am. Was your like? Was that? Do you ever go to like see like live local comedy? Joe Coy was my last live guy, and mm. I think I was in Florida. Nice. And he his tour bus just like pulled up to the same hotel that I was at. And that's how I found out. And I was like, Oh, well he must be close if he's having a tour bus at our hotel. And so we went that night, man, it was like one twenty five a ticket though. One twenty five. Yeah. <laughs> it was something like that. It was fun. Yeah. Those are my goals just to price out everybody. <laughs> Wait, are you saying you want meat cakes to be one twenty five one year? No, oh, like oh. stand up. Oh, well, okay. Those impractical jokers. Yeah, Sal, Sal was. She got me Sal tickets. Oh, we Sal went saw him downtown recently too. Nice. So that was good. Awesome. Uh, jo yeah, Joe Coy is. Oh my god, he's huge. Um, he had his. He'd always talk about his son like jacking off in the grocery store. <laughs> Wait, that happened. <laughs> the Joe Coy joke. Well, now you have something to look forward to when that baby comes around. I know. I hope that happens <laughs> to me. That'd be great. Yeah. Is this your first child? It is. You're like, that I know about. <laughs> My ex was a nanny. I've raised a couple kids. I, I like kids a lot. Like, I'm quitting the industry to go raise this kid full time. Awesome. Oh, really? It's mm -hmm. great. The sauce boss did that. It It's going to be a full time <laughs> job. So I guess I'm like, kind of turning into going from restaurant food to child nutrition. Is the way mm. I look at it. So. Oh, okay. Are you just going to feed him lots of meat? Yeah. We're going to end up with a whole frozen food line, probably. <laughs> but for real, like, or are pouches. you going to develop baby food? Like, I can see, like, you being the face of the new baby food. It's going to happen. Pureed pork. You know what I mean? <laughs> meat in the squeeze tubes like yeah. the kids like? Yeah. <laughs> Spam spray. <laughs> and vegan babies are us. You could do or that. Go-gurt, so meat, meat go or something like go that. Go food. Go it's tofu to go. Baby foods are kind of where it's at. Like, if you really want to make billions in the future, if you make the best baby food, that's mm. every single baby. I feel like there's <laughs> everybody covered right there. That's 100% of the market. It's everybody. <laughs> what was your What was your first uh, What was your first like kitchen job? 
My first kitchen job, I was a, a lunch lady at Express Scripts by the airport, the international airport. So uh, my girlfriend at the time's boss ran that kitchen. She was a kitchen manager, and I was like 18. It was my first kitchen job. I had to wear a hairnet, and then I had to wear a beard net. Because nice. it was one of those yeah. corporate uh, kitchens, you know. But I was just cleaning, maybe making nine fifty an hour. And I had my own special quesadilla that people would come get, like a spicy quesadilla. And it wasn't on the menu. And that, I, I remember kind of stealing the show from my first job. Wow. You know. Uh, we feed that. 300 people twice a day there. So it was kind of hard. Mm. Just a lot of volume. Now, were you, were I, you I always like, uh, like self-taught or did you go to school? I didn't go to culinary school. I went straight to food competitions on oh, TV wow. and stuff. Yeah. What was the what was the first food competition? We did a bunch of local stuff to try to get to World Food Championships back in 2016. So we were doing a bunch of their bacon competitions. I forget what that was called. We did eight across the country. It's a long time ago now. So oh, we won eight bacon competitions across the country and got our golden ticket. How do you win? Oh, so you're a, you're a ringer here. You we didn't know this. <laughs> Let's take that trophy back. <laughs> hey, never show all your cards. Or that's, my that's, cards are back before social media anyway, so I can't even show them. Oh, that is perfect. Well, wait, what is a bacon? Can you tell me that? What's a bacon comp? Like, this was a meat competition. Uh huh. So, like for the bacon competition, it was you know, show your personality with through a bacon dish. And okay. the chef I was working for at the time we were making marshmallows. So we made a Oktoberfest marshmallow with beer in the gelatin and then torched it and rolled it in graham cracker, pretzel, potato chip, chocolate, and bacon and called it happy hour on a stick. Oh, wow. And that was, that was a winner because no one else is making marshmallows with beer in it and whatever. Always a winner. That's <laughs> Just outside the box is where is where I've always been. Mm. That's like yeah, you know what? If you'd asked me to do like three different things with marshmallows, I feel like I would be stumped on the second one. <laughs> like we had two hundred flavors of marshmallows. Oh my god! Wow. Wait, what? Any flavor you could think of that's fat free became a marshmallow. All right, chocolate. That took three years because it's not fat free, free and it's alkaline. Oh, that so that's a hard one. That was a really hard one to figure wow, out. Wow, I, I thought I was picking an easy one. Right. Chef says she worked on that for seven years before we made a chocolate marshmallow. Wow, very hard to make fat in a marshmallow. Now, do you like marshmallows? Are you like a marshmallow? I've probably had sixty thousand marshmallows. <laughs> I know I've like because I had to so not anymore skewer them right. Yeah, I'd skewer them before my events, so I was like, okay, twelve hundred skewers ready to go. And I did hundreds of events. I've sampled marshmallows out to just a percentage of the population. Wow. <laughs> I, like, That's how you got to sell them. There were a dollar a marshmallow in a bag of 10. So it was $10 for a bag of these marshmallows. And that's where I learned how to sell things. <laughs> just face to face. I mean this in the most sincere way. As a new meat, meat king, you scare me. Uh, <laughs> you, know, you know so much. And I, I'm like looking over here at Zach. Like we're talking about doing teams, yeah, for like next year. If Zach and the, if you guys teamed up, it would be a problem. I could just see you guys getting together. He might be here for a long time. Like, I mean, I could see you guys making a sentient meat cake like that. Yeah, chat cake. Please don't eat me. <laughs> Those are my fears right now. And I'm shaking. Chat GT beef. <laughs> there it is. GT, that, chat GT beef. That might be the name of the episode. <laughs> chat GT beef. There we go. I decree it. <laughs> Another decree. Where's that sound drop? <laughs> nice. Ooh, I like that one. Oh my gosh. Do you uh now, a lot of time, are you guys, are you doing, are you doing like a vacation or anything before you have this baby? We tried to go down to Brown County and so she could float in a pool in a hotel, but it's a little trashy. <laughs> <laughs> we, we didn't even stabilize. <laughs> we was it like take, stuff in the pool? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was like sand and we don't really take our own camper camping, so we didn't really like the idea of the dirty hotel that time. Mm. But... We could be picky. Yeah. Because well, he's a mint meat prince. Yeah. I don't think that's picky. I think that's like, this pool's gross. You just don't want <laughs> I think like, you remember things being better when you were a kid and then you oh, go back yeah. and do them as an adult and you're like, man, I was so easily amused. Yeah. yeah. When you're a kid, you just don't give a shit. <laughs> you're well, having a good time. Well, Zach had sleepovers in a sex hotel. So, you know, th th those were different times. 
You can make every hotel a sex hotel <laughs> yeah. if you try hard enough. I mean, that's very true. That's very true. You can do it by yourself. Yeah, but these were actual sex hotels for real, though. What was it? Your parents that took you? What? No. <laughs> Tell there, me about your childhood. That was, that was legit. Yeah, was, that was a real memory. There me. was there was there was someone there was someone that like on this podcast told us that their parents took them like and they would put the kids in one room and then they would go to another room and there was like a, a Sega Genesis oh, or something. That's a great idea though because they got slides in the yeah, rooms and yeah. everything. And yeah, then you and your sister just go down the cum slide. Or <laughs> we can edit that part out. This isn't the after brunch. <laughs> Now that we're deep into it, Casey, why don't you go ahead and Google 240 Sweet? And that was the Marshmallow Company. And you'll see the wave of damage that happened just in the Google images. And like, I, I do want to make sure I'm understanding this correctly. It was a whole Marshmallow Hotel? Go to Google Images. Yes. <laughs> like a, a whole suite that's just full of marshmallows. 240 was a play on the softball stage of sugar. I mean, how many people got diabetes directly after that day? Like, you can't sleep on marshmallows. You will absorb the sugar. Oh, I've seen. I've, so, I've see, seen there's that Marcus up before. top. Yeah. Marcus is a CEO of over 100 companies. My aunt was a CEO of her own companies, and they did not get along. And oh. It was a big pissing contest, and then he has more money, so he took us down. This, this would be a great movie, like on Netflix, like Marshmallow Wars. Nope. <laughs> You have an idea and it can only scale so far. Yeah. Mar Marshmallow could only scale so far. Mm. It could never go to 2.5. I mm. feel it like it could never go to 5 million. Marshmallow has peak in the 80s on. with the Ghostbusters. After that, what are you going to do? You know what I'm saying? Well, there's like <laughs> make a bigger Marshmallow Man. Yeah, like we've seen it. <laughs> like the, the, we're four. Like there's like the two, I forget, I'm going to butcher their name, but there was like two like sisters and it's like blonde ladies popcorn or whatever and they just sell like fancy popcorn and small like boutique are you popcorn. talking about the place in Broderpool yeah yeah. just pop in just pop in yeah that's all the place that you did comedy at yeah, yeah. Uh, it's really I'm good very tired have you guys been there <laughs> Yeah, it's great. Yeah, it's but great. I, I mean, I think like uh, like if you would ask me how much you could, could you scale up popcorn, I'd be like, I don't, I don't know. Well, they, they moved locations to another part of Broderpool, and they serve beer and stuff now too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I've done comedy up there. It's a, it's it's a great thing. They but I really figured you corn. could do the a fancy thing with marshmallows like that too. If you could scale up popcorn, he's legally yeah, right? not allowed to. Why are, we, <laughs> why are we pitching him marshmallow ideas that he cannot do? Listen, why why don't you do it? And he'll just give you I the said, information. I'll CFO it, but I can't. Yeah. I can't own that. Yeah, I, I can't think of. A thing that I would be le less into <laughs> my heart would not be into it it no. has to be one of several revenue streams you can't just rely on the mallow yeah you know even with 200 it's, different kinds that's sticky situation all right hey there we go I like white puns <laughs> I uh, <laughs> I used to I used to have a burger food truck and I feel like I'm just like so much so much trauma. Beast, right? So yeah, so much trauma from from the food truck life that like I'm very interested in when anyone else has done it and like to hear what their 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 history and their stories are. Kill it. Uh, I could do seven thousand people a day. Wait, Cause, what? Because all of my execution was was the marshmallows on a stick and it's a foot long. You torch it and then hit it with graham cracker chocolate and it's out the window. Yeah. I couldn't take Super money easy. fast enough. And there you was put oh, up, you put up two pos to try to keep up with how quick the yeah. I think I know what I want to be when I grow up. <laughs> there was that marshmallow drink too, wasn't there? We had a frozen hot chocolate with the marshmallow whip no. and handmade graham cracker and a it bubble was, tea. It was straw. amazing. Are marshmallows so selling like that in the summertime though? Come on. Yeah. To torch it and it was twenty seven degree cold hot chocolate. Is the meat mm. king a lot of lies? Is a frappe. <laughs> these are these are starting to sound like lies. People had to like kill over from diet. Like you weren't killing anybody with a, with a sugar overdose. I actually did the math, and my frozen hot chocolate had half the calories of a pint of Ben and Jerry's. Are you serious? So it was like 500 calories for 16 ounces. I'm in. I'm in. So you tell fat chicks like half the calories of ice cream, bitch, come get it. <laughs> well, I won't call them fat chicks for bitches, but because that's how you lose sales. Uh, as well, I say it to the, you say it to their kids. The new meat king says fat bitches. Right? <laughs> we didn't want that to happen, but it happened. Okay, but he's still our meat king, and we're gonna respect him. Sorry, keep going. 
<laughs> I, I don't know what to do. <laughs> but then, or I would just stand out in front of the truck with my leggings showing off the moose knuckle. No, that's that's it. We're gonna make some money this summer. Let's do it. Oh my gosh. What so uh do you think that do you th- you think you're done for, for good in the in the industry? I got two mouths to feed at home and that's what I like to focus on. Now. That's great. And and, mine, you, mine and, and Adam yeah. might have to come up. I, I for live dinner. like not even five minutes from him. So <laughs> are you are we still gonna post the, the hot the hot content, the hot meat content that you're making inside the home? For sure, for sure. Yes. The Instagram will live on. There might be baby bottles every once in a while. Yeah, uh, your AI. We'll have AI AI uh, chat GT beef take care of that for me. Nice. I like that. A restaurant where you could have a full conversation with your food before you eat it. <laughs> you could ask it anything you want. Yeah, it's like it's like a date and dinner. All like in one, it, and it talks back to you. Oh, that sounds pretty lonely and sad. <laughs> Welcome to my life. I, I heard you can ask Chat GT Beef to write a good podcast. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> we probably should have done that. <laughs> oh my gosh! Can you drop a beat for me, Zach? Uh, let's get plugs out. Uh, where can people find you and follow you on social media and keep up with the Meat King? I'm Chef Stephen Hackney at Chef underscore Hackney on Instagram. Look me up. Food speaks for itself. Nice. And the King title speaks for itself. For the next year. Round of applause. Thank you. Thank you. Rooster, if someone wants to buy a, a hookah, where will they get one at? Um, you can hit me up on Instagram, Rooster Misfit. Um, pretty much anything, Rooster Misfit. You can just message me on it. I'm the only one. You gotta find one of his six accounts, though. He gets banned every single well, day. Well, that's just Facebook. I get, I get banned all the time. Uh, like every other month, I'm banned. So, what are you doing? Um, I like to shit post, uh, <laughs> and uh, that that gets a lot. But I have been banned for completely stupid reasons, um, like basically calling a video game character a hoe, and I got banned for a month for that. Mm. So, yeah. you learn a lot from Brewster here. Yeah, yeah, there's there's a lot to... Well, what was that video game player wearing? Um, <laughs> um, was so he asking to be called there's, a host? There's a character in Fallout 76 um, called Minerva, and people were always asking where she is, and uh, one, of, one of the people said, leave Minerva alone, she's mine. I was, all I said was, you can have her, she a hoe, and that, that was it. You triggered too many people, I guess. Daddy's Shay. You can follow me at sheaho.com. <laughs> it's still being built. Um, no, follow me at, at Fab McKee for Instagram and Twitter. That's all. Zach Roan. You find me at Zach underscore Roan on all social media. Guys, we're going to be putting up uh, pictures of meat cakes all week long. Uh, they're amazing. This was so fun. We're already starting to talk about 2024. Yeah. So if you missed out this year, please come next year. It's going to be great. Um, also check out our Patreon, uh, patreon.com backslash Heart of Brunch. And we will see you next time. You guys have a great one. The Meat King is out. Thanks for having us on. Thank you, guys. Thank you, guys. Bye-bye.